Hey, welcome back to another episode. I am DVO. I'm Dale. And currently, this is the Smash Brothers, but we are thinking about changing the name, aren't we? Yes. We are thinking the name mainly because of Nintendo. <laughs> stupid Nintendo. Yeah, they had to make that stupid Smash Brothers game, and there's podcasts about that game, and it's it's messing with our shit. <laughs> it's messing with people are having a hard time finding our, our show, so we are going to be changing our name soon. So this is our great chance for a plug to please subscribe to the episode, whatever platform you're listening to it on, whether whatever it's, I mean, we're, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, tune in, uh, tune in, iHeartRadio is coming soon, uh, YouTube. So please subscribe because when we change the name, you won't have to do anything. You'll just see the new, however new format it's in. So this is our shameless plug yeah. to, to get everybody to, to subscribe gonna, to our show. We're going to do some researching and see some other ones, though, some ideas we have to see if uh, they've already been taken up or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if it's going to be that hard for people to do a search like it is now before uh-huh. we pick that name. Yeah. <laughs> so, But I'm, lean, I'm leaning towards Adobo Bros. I, I kind of like it. It was a friend of ours gave us that tip, right? Yeah. He gave us an idea. Champ. <laughs> we'll call him Champ. <laughs> so, so uh, that's something we're playing around with. So please subscribe. So when we do change, you'll you'll be right there. No no worries. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, in the meantime, oh, also, just uh, say happy anniversary to my wife because today is our actual anniversary, one year anniversary. A year ago today, we were at Mission Beach, uh, having the time of our lives. It was a good time. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, it, it it was a good time. We had we had a blast that day. Um, it was a big uh, ass party. It was it was it was a lot of fun. So now it's been one year. How's it feel? Does it feel any different? Does it feel the same? How's it feel? It feels the same. Okay, but it makes you go, holy shit! That whole year's gone by. Like that happened fast, and then you think about everything that's happened in that year, and you're like, damn, that's done a lot. <laughs> yeah, it'll have me. I mean, my wife and I, Edna, we just had our fifth year, so it does. Does seem to fly by fast. So anyway, Savannah, Dale, happy anniversary! Thank you. <laughs> Good <One> times. <laughs> and you guys did something. I mean, you guys are celebrating this weekend your anniversary, right? Yes. You guys did something pretty fun. I heard. Yeah, it was the opening night of a new amusement park in Pleasant Grove called Evermore Park. Now you were just showing me some videos that you took and you put on your on your social media. It's my Snapchat. It looked pretty awesome. So I, I I never even heard about this. How did you hear about this? So years ago, they were promoting this park opening up. Okay. Um, at every comic con we would go to, mm-hmm. they were always sponsoring there and, and like being a huge part of it and having a big interactive uh, tavern set up. Interesting. And, and they'd have like a little map of how it's going to be set up. And then they would run into city permit issues and they never opened. So for All years right. and years, this park, we've been waiting for it. And it finally... Got the okay, and they're... Let's get into details about the park. So, it's in phase one. It was the first day for phase one. So, there was only a third of the park open, and it was pretty damn cool. It was interactive, so it's like a role-playing game. And you're... Like live-action role-playing. Yes. All right. So, you don't have to nerd out. The other people are acting, so you don't have to act yourself. So, (laughs) for people that are like, I'm not going to be weird about it, you don't have to. Like, I picture, as you explain this, like, LARPing. No, you don't have to walk around with a weird accent, and, and all right. you don't have to do that. You, like can you, you come in your regular clothes. Yeah, all you, right, can be, all right. you can dress up, though. 
Okay, all right. And you can talk with a weird accent if you want. I heard people talking with some weird, like, Irish, Australian, English mix of weird <laughs> shit. They okay. just want to be part of the show. <laughs> so, all right, so you get there. You tell me $30 per person. Yeah, thirty dollars person. And you and you walk in, and then you go pick your adventure. Um, so there's a path you kind of walk. You have to walk through, and then it leads you into the tavern. And when you get to the tavern, you talk to um, the actors in there, and they give you send you on quests. Okay. And then you have to go find these people that will give you answers or things that you need to trade and barter to get more answers for this quest you're on. And then when you're done with it, you get a voucher for a free cookie or free treat okay. or something. But anyways, you take that to the concession stands and and you get treated. So, like people <laughs> listening, how how would you describe it? Like a Renaissance type thing? Like is almost like so, the Hobbit or Lord of Rings type? Yeah, fantasy? it's like a fantasy land of all that. So okay, like Harry Potter fantasy world. Yeah, there's like there's magic that goes on like they okay there's wizards or mages whatever they're called magic people are called all right and then you have knights walking around you have some type of vampire bat like so right now it's season for halloween it's oh fall so, season. so are they gonna change it per yes. season like christmas will have a whole new it'll be like dickens style oh, that's, all right i'm digging it and it's gonna be the same thing interactive so you're gonna still go on quests and it's gonna be more of a dickens snowy festival situation and then okay. they're gonna have a spring one and a summer one and so fall is always going to be like geared around halloween. halloween all right and then you're going to have your thing geared around christmas and then you're going to have a summer and a spring they're going to have like mermaids and shit and wow so so, I'm, so they're in phase one is it going to be like twice the size it is now do they, do they show yeah they have a whole map of how okay. everything's going to be all right what's open at the moment and so it's it's pretty damn cool we didn't actually go on any quests we just wanted to check things out and see what oh, it is. Oh, okay. So we didn't do any quests ourselves. We just checked everything out, walked through. They had some sections where it was kind of like a hobbit's house. And okay. as you're walking through, they're still building it, but they have some parts open that you can walk through. And as you're walking through, they had these like zombie knights that were in there that would come after you. And then there was these this other place that would look like Dracula. It was like a graveyard, and you go into a crypt. Okay, and then you're in the crypt, and it's almost like a not really a maze. You follow the path through, but there's these. I don't know if you ever seen the strain, but those no, weird looking bat vampires they have in there is what these look like. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. And they're against the wall, and then they come out at you. Interesting. But it was a pretty cool experience. I want to go back Future. again and bring. Okay, here we go. I'm cranking so, my neck to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go again. I want to bring my daughter, and nerd out some more again and do it again that sounds kind of cool i'm gonna maybe tag along with you you guys. should and we can go on quests uh, we we love going on adventures uh-huh we should go on an adventure maybe we should just do a brother day maybe we should because we used to do a lot of adventures together all the time yeah <coughs> that that might need to be a brother day. then these women of ours got in our lives and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds pretty now awesome you have anniversaries and stuff <laughs> why didn't you guys not go on the event you just weren't ready for it like it it's was gonna, really time crowded. consuming it was really crowded because opening it was weekend opening night okay saturday night was the so they had a uh it was like semi-open this whole week they called it a a soft opening yeah it was only yeah. semi so <laughs> So Saturday was the first night, the official night of, of opening for phase one. Okay. So eventually I think phase two will be done by 
the Dickens time. Cool. And then they probably won't be able to get started on the third phase until after the snow's gone. But okay. But so far it's pretty badass, and I would we'll recommend it. it. Out. Um, yeah, they actually had uh, archery going on. They had archery set up and axe throwing. Okay. But the lines were pretty long, and we we were in line for one of them, and we we're like, forget it. Like we'll come back another time. We just did axe throwing. We can go. We can do this again another time. So. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to, we'll have to go on and then talk about it here on on the show then. Yes, we should. Another time. So before we started this episode, we realized we forgot one topic last uh, on our last show, and we kind of were going to go off this. So last week, we totally forgot we were going to talk about the Captain Marvel trailer. Yes. But then this week came out the Dark Phoenix trailer. Yep. So let's talk. Let, let's go back in time. and Not go back in time, but let's go back since we skipped <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yeah, let's go back in time because Captain Marvel is yeah. back in time. <laughs> so, it's, so this movie is going to take place in the 90s. Right. So the trailer starts off with her crashing through a blockbuster video. Oh, yeah. And so that, that's how the trailer starts. And so it's going to yeah, take it back in the 90s. Now, I'm... And we're going to go into this a little bit later in the show today. But I am so into nostalgia right now. So me, and I think they know that. Not They know me. But, know but they know that people are really loving nostalgia. Because I think these like comic books, things. movies... Yeah, I think I think everything's kind of geared towards kind of maybe our generation right now. We're like the Zennials. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're in that, and I think they're they're, they're marketing our generation. Like we, so we used Walkmans, but we still know how to use our smartphones. And I was at Best Buy; they still have CD discs. I just saw that today. <laughs> I was at Best Buy today. I'm like, good and news, everyone. I just saw that, and I was showing my daughter. I'm like, that's what I used to carry around the school. With what a, did you do with that? <laughs> the pocket full of batteries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so it starts off. She crashes in uh, into the blockbuster, and I was like, oh, nostalgia right away. I got I got pretty excited. So, I mean, Captain Marvel is taking place in the '90s. Nick Fury doesn't have a patch, and he has hair. His hair, he looks younger. Samuel L. Jackson can like. Looks the same from 30 years ago. I know, it's crazy, right? And I like how they do the computer graphics now where they, they, he looks so young, but Well, it's when him. they did that to Tony Stark on... Uh, which one was that? Where they, they opened it up where it showed him in the past. Yeah, talking to his parents. Yeah, and, that yeah. looked very cartoonish. Yeah, it did. But it was a, it was a hologram in the yeah. movie, so maybe that's why. But this one, it, it, I mean, it looks good. Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson looks great in his character. And and um, I mean I, I'm excited for this because obviously we remember seeing at the end of Avengers he pages her mm-hmm. and you see this he you know he has okay this is the, at the end of Avengers if you haven't seen it I, I'm not I'm not I'm not giving you a spoiler warning it's, <laughs> yeah. it's been out for months everyone dies everyone okay seen it. <laughs> everyone dies <Half> of everybody <laughs> so so at the end of at the end of Avengers you know they got those uh, what do they call them pre no what do they call them at the end, post credits, post credits, yeah. and so he pages somebody, and he drops his pager because he vanishes. Turns into dust. He turns into dust, but it's a souped-up pager because it has to reach the cosmos. Yeah, and in the and in the trailer for the new Miss or Captain Marvel movie, he he has a pager, and it's the exact same pager. And, you know, but it was the '90s, so it was pagers. It's funny that he still carries it with him, just in case. Just in case that day came, that day, good thing. <laughs> what, so what, what were you excited about watching this trailer? Um, just another Marvel movie. 
I love I all their movies. They do a good job. Yeah. Well, the the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is awesome. Yeah. Some of the movies before, and not now, so awesome. Now that they got Fox, yeah, they are going to be merging and adding the uh, the X Men and everybody. Yeah. They're going to start including everybody. This is going to be so badass. I'm excited for it. So, Captain Marvel, we're super excited. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see. So I, I, I don't know if they're going to tie this into Avengers or this is just basically gonna, setting up the new Avengers. I bet you it's going to be tied up with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy somehow, too. I bet you. Okay. They didn't release a new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, right? No, but I bet okay. you they're going to include her include, in somehow. Yeah, there's going to be some type of interaction. So you, know, you're, you just mentioned you know, Fox being acquired. So now the new Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix trailer just came out this week. Yeah. And we just watched it. I, I hadn't watched the whole thing, so we just watched the trailer before we started recording, and we haven't talked about it yet, so now we're going to talk about it. So tell me what you thought about this new Dark Phoenix trailer. So, so this, is the, this is the new cast, the, new, the younger cast. Yeah. So Sophie Turner is playing, playing Jean, Grey. Jean Grey. She was also the young Stark girl from House of... Th- Game of Thrones. <laughs> when you say the House of Stark, I'm gonna say I don't know what I was gonna say. Honestly, I caught myself. But she was she was House of Stark. <laughs> so she's playing Lady Jean of the Grey. North. Lady of the North. She's playing Jean Grey. Yeah. And she played Jean Jean Grey in the what Back to the Future. What are they called it? What? The last movies. Days of Future Past. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's the she, same so she's character. Jean Grey. Yeah. Now she's gonna be. Now they're gonna do the. Phoenix story. So I think they're doing it a little too soon. All right, let's go back. I, I first heard of the Phoenix story in the old cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon. Okay. That's where I first watched yeah, I learned the a story. lot about X-Men through the cartoon. That, that was awesome. I, mean, that I, was, read, I didn't read a lot of comics. We would get random comics and we would read what we would get, but we yeah. never went out and actually bought our own. And, we didn't. And followed the storyline. No. So we, were, we would jump in in just random places and... Like, oh, I guess this is what's happening now. Be- but, because we grew up in the age of Xennials Z- again, Saturday morning cartoons. They don't have Saturday morning Nintendo, cartoons anymore. Nintendo was a big part of our life. The arcade was a big part of our life because we would play the X-Men arcade game. Well, yeah, true that. But I mean, that instead of reading comics, that's what we were yeah we were doing. So, so with, with Saturday I love the story. morning cartoons and after school cartoons of the X-Men and Spider-Man, it yes. was like... It was yes. dishing to us what the comics were, were dishing out without having to do the reading. Kind of <laughs> right. like now with the cinematic universe, it's almost the same, but uh-huh. different. So I think this is, this is happening a little sooner because, I don't know, if they're going to tie together so these movies that they're doing now, because now that they just introduced Cable into Deadpool, Cable yeah. is the son of Jean Grey and Scott, Scott which is Col- Cyclops. Cyclops. So... He's their offspring, and he's got to happen. And, and with her doing this now, I think it's going to kill her, or it's going to kill him. Yeah. Someone's dying. <laughs> Someone's going to die. And so, how are they going to procreate if they're dead? So let's, let's go back to Deadpool. Deadpool, there's Cable. And you just told the story of where Cable comes from. Yeah. But I loved in the movie how they broke, <clears throat> broke the fourth wall, and he was making fun of... Of that cast, and then there was that side or that Where open door. They were in there, and they he wasn't supposed to see them. So that that was pretty funny. But yeah, I don't. I actually don't like how they're doing the dark or Phoenix story with this cast and this storyline. Because you're right. Like when I go back and I want to relate it, I'm sure they'll 
That might all change when we watch it. I right? know. This is just but the trailer. This is just, just the trailer. Maybe nobody dies. And, maybe. And everybody maybe might just calm the phoenix down and then they end up smashing and having when babies. When we go back to the, to the first X-Men series with Hugh Jackman... And oh, they Halle Berry. everything up with that. That was but so they did. Up. They kind of did the Phoenix story there a little bit. Yeah, they kind of did that there because. But they didn't have any. Spoiler kids. alert: she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler: they never smashed. <laughs> Ten years later, in case you haven't watched, Logan it. wants to smash. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but they've already done the cross. Didn't they cross them already one time? What do you mean? Both X Men series of movies. Um, a little bit. They had like Storm. Uh, yeah, they had Storm of Halle Berry, yeah, in with uh, the younger version of Professor X. In which one was that one? It was one of the the last, I think, three movies ago, possibly. So I, I, I I'm kind of not digging the way they're cross. I don't know. I think they're kind of messing up the storylines or the timelines a little bit. <clears throat> well, they they screwed up bad with the first three X Men movies. I mean, look. They try to correct it with Logan's movie. Okay. Look what they did with Sabretooth in the first X-Men movie. Right. He looked like the comic character. Yeah. And then they did the Wolverine. And then they did the Wolverine origin story. And now Sabretooth is his brother. brother and he, it's Ray Donovan and he looks nor, like normal Ray Donovan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's Ray Donovan's not his real name. That's just another character he plays on another show. <laughs> Live. Yeah. Leave, leave, yeah, yeah, whatever the hell. <laughs> so it's, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Marvel does a great job with all their movies. So. But now that Disney's acquired that, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they do. And now they're gonna they're gonna redo Fantastic Four because they got the rights back for that again. But I think they might introduce. I mean, they might not give them another movie. They might just kind of bring them in as okay. as pre existing. Like, hey, everybody knows who they are. We're not gonna do this again. Kind of like how that's what I liked about the new Spider-Man movie. They didn't go through the whole process of how he turned into Spider-Man. They were like, "Yeah, we already know he's Spider-Man. He has like, powers. We already know how this goes down. <laughs> he, got, he got bit. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So I, I like how they did that in the new Spider-Man movies. They didn't drag us through that again. It was like, you know the story. This is where we're starting. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of talked about nostalgia. Here, <coughs> I've sorry, got, I keep coughing. I know, stop coughing. I can't help it. There's something. We should have got some water for you. Yes. Some, some <laughs> electrolytes. <laughs> so, two big stories came out this week with some nostalgia attached to it, and I kind of want to talk about it with you. I kind of we we I told you the topics, but we haven't talked at all about it. First one I talk want to talk about is Elizabeth Smart because uh, just over a week ago. Wanda Barzi was released from jail, and coincidentally, I was I was uh, watching TV like late Saturday night. It was like midnight, and I was in the mood for a documentary. And I went to the AMC app, and I said, "Let's watch something." And I saw the Elizabeth Smart story, and this was not like the movie, not the movie, but it was actually her telling her story. You said you haven't watched it though. No, I haven't. Watched but you, it. I mean, you remember all the details, right? Yeah, and what's funny is like nostalgia and kids getting kidnapped. <laughs> no, funny, I mean, but, it's but, a story. It's just funny. It's that, an old story. But what that brings back to my memory, whenever I think t- nostalgia in this story kind of, it does, for me anyways, it reminds me of 
when I was a teenager. Yeah, you're scared to get kidnapped. I was so scared about getting kidnapped. So I always carry knives. No. <laughs> no. I would ride the bus everywhere. And okay. I would always go to Richard's house, my buddy Richard. Okay. And he lived pretty far, so we had to ride the bus. And then whenever we connect, we would ride the bus downtown to just be dumbass kids downtown. Oh, okay. But whenever we would ride the bus downtown, there was always this weird couple on the bus. Okay. And it was always the, the 25 bus from Midvale going downtown. Okay. And this couple looked like straight out of Jerusalem. Okay, like the long... The long robed clothing. Yes, okay. Silent, never said a word. And always had this giant book. This book was like two two and a half feet by one and a half feet. This was a giant book. Okay, wow. And they would just carry it on the bus and they would never say a word and they'd go downtown and then they'd get off and they'd just walk. Okay. But I'd never see where they would go and there'd be times where we'd ride the bus back home and they were on the bus again with us. Okay. And th that couple was the couple that uh, kidnapped Elizabeth Smart. So Brian Mitchell, Wanda Barzee. Yeah. And that summer... That's crazy. That summer, we would see... The, the, so we would see them all the time. Interesting. Just and the two of them, though. The two of them. Okay. And then randomly stopped. And that was the time that they had kidnapped her. Wow. But we didn't know that. We had no one... would never, sure. yeah. never tie that together. Sure. But it was just this random couple that we would always see on the bus. And then when she finally got... Did you see their face? Like, you saw yeah, their faces? Yeah, we saw their faces okay. and everything. All right. So when they finally got caught... And they posted what who they were and everything. We were just like, holy shit, that's this crazy couple from the bus. <laughs> that's crazy. So they never talked. They were just quiet the whole time. Yeah. But that just reminds me of that that summer. And, you know, hanging out with my friends. Just doing hood rat shit with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Because I just, I just wanted to rant. I just felt like watching documentary. Randomly picked that one. Because I was interested in that story. It was her point of view the whole time. And then I was listening to another podcast the next day, my friend Big Buddha, his podcast, and they just mentioned she was released. And I thought, crazy, I didn't know Wanda Barzi was being released. I just wanted to watch that episode. But watching it, I mean, I couldn't imagine what they went through. Like, I remember it vividly when she was kidnapped. I mean, it made national news. And John Walsh was in this episode too. And John Walsh was given his point of story. You know, John Walsh, host of America's Most Wanted. Because mm -hmm. he was, he became good friends with Ed Smart, Elizabeth's dad. Mm -hmm. And he was really involved with the family. And it was just crazy. Like, when she was telling her story, I never watched any other show about Elizabeth Smart. I never watched the movie. I never watched, read any books. I just, this is my first time listening. And, you know, basically, as we all know, he, he came in. Do you know how he got in? Through the window? Yeah, but he how the window? The, but didn't he work for the people? He worked for them one day. It was literally, he, Brian Mitchell, or he went by Emmanuel. He was downtown, kind of panhandling, and... Oh, yeah, he gave him a job. Well, the smart kids were like, hey, mom, let's give him a couple bucks, because they were shopping, back to school shopping, I think. Let's give him a couple bucks. She went to give him a couple bucks and said, oh, I think my husband might be looking for some people. I think they were remodeling their home. <coughs> Or expanding their home and he worked one day on the house he never came back again so it was just one day it's smart was saying this in the story well what happened was that night the mom Lois smart she burnt something cooking so she opened a window to let it kind of air out and she never closed it and I guess that's what he cut through 
So I don't know if she feels anything about that. It's kind of, I feel terrible, right? But she said well, in the he morning. he had intent going there. Yeah, I mean, he had intent, but it was just easier. Was, either way, he was going in. So, you know, he, he took her that night and took her through the mountain. Because they live on the east bench of the, the Salt Lake Valley. So he tried to, started walking through the, the mountains. They had a little campsite. And, you know, the very next morning, like, he raped her that fast. And I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know it was that early. She was 14 at the time. Yeah, that's... that's and we that's both have 14-year-olds. Yeah, I would So my, my blood was boiling, you know, listening to this. And that, I mean, my heart sank. And I don't know, like, people talk about, you know, she has books and movies. And how can she keep talking? She goes and speaks. And people, people have questioned her intent. Is she just trying to make a profit? What do you think about that? I'm just, I'm just shooting you in the dark with this question. You had no idea I was going to ask you this. I think she's trying to like help people. I think yeah. what she's doing, she's trying to help people. If what she's doing is helping people or somebody that ha- isn't a victim, but get them out of a situation if they ever are. Okay. She's, what she's talking about is like, what she did, she probably didn't take the right step. She stayed a victim this whole time, you know, right. for months. Yeah. And... Because she... I mean, she said she wished... Hindsight, she wished she would have said something when opportunities arose, but she never did in because she was in fear. And so, I mean, what do you think about people saying, I think she's just... How could she keep telling her story, reliving it? Every time there's a kidnapping, she's like the go-to person on CNN or whatever. For one, she's lived through it. So, yeah. I mean, and if... I mean, she went to school. She graduated. I uh-huh. think if she's eclectic with how she speaks, if she's a, she's doing it in a proper way. I mean, she's got the degrees. She right. She's doing things on a. I think she's doing things on a higher level and helping people. I don't think anything she's doing is is for profit. So you don't think like her writing books and her doing interviews? You don't think is her trying to I mean, exploit that issue no, that she went through? I mean, that was a big thing for her. Yeah, and, and for her to actually make something of it. And instead of letting herself be a victim of it, she turned around and, and actually made a living out of it. And not as an, in a negative way, she's doing things positive with it. She's, she's trying to help people that who have been victims or to, for people who might be a victim and, and what they can do to yeah. not be victims. So, I mean, what she's doing, if it's for profit, I mean, she's doing it in a positive way. I, I agree with you. I, I mean... I'm, I know people say, you know, how can she keep telling her story and reliving that? But I think, I think you're right. I think maybe she was a little mature-minded. And she just turned that evil into a positive saying, you know what? Other people have been victimized. Because either way, she's going to have to live with it. True, yeah. And either way, whether if it comes back in waves, it's going to come back. And if she's saying it in a way that she's having power over how she's reliving it, uh-huh. she's not going to relive it in a negative way. For people that hold it in and that relive it, that's the people that end up with medications. Yeah, it's true. Because it's hard for them to handle. So yeah. with her handling it but maturely, she has control of her feelings. She has control of how she exerts it. So it, it, it was a crazy story to hear her side. And they interviewed the family. I, I It was a two-part documentary. I, I want to say it was AMC. could be A&E. I get it mixed up. But if you guys are interested in that story, I think you should check it out. I, I really enjoyed it to hear her side. I felt bad. I know a lot of people questioned if she sympathized with them. 
uh, because she never. She was also fourteen. And she was fourteen. Shit. Yeah, they had a night. They threatened her all the time. Yeah, they raped her. I guess he was always making her drink wine too, and he was. I mean, the, I mean, they. These guys were Looney Tune. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Brian Mitchell and Wanda are just are seeing Looney them Tune. on the bus. I did they I, stink? Did they walk by you? I'm I curious. I didn't think they stunk. I didn't remember smelling okay. anything. I just remember like, what the hell's matter with these people? And I, I remember actually like offering them seats before. Wow. And we used to be like, we'd call Mary and Joseph all the time. Okay. We'd, we'd say, I oh, look, Mary and Joseph's coming on the bus again. That's, that's so Or we'd get on the bus and they would already be on. I'm like, oh shit, Mary and Joseph's already here. That's so crazy, or, right? you know, we'd be on the bus coming back from downtown uh-huh. and we'd, holy shit, Joseph and Mary's on the bus again. So, I, I, and I remember when they found her. I, and it was funny because that week, that week I was talking to, to a, a girlfriend of mine at the time and she, I think she just asked me, what do you ever think happened to Elizabeth Smart? I think, and I said, I think she's dead. Because it was eight or nine months or something. I think it was like five months. No, it was, it was longer. Was it? I think it was nine months. Damn. And I think I said, oh, she's, she's got to be dead by now. And that week they found her. For whatever reason, not for whatever reason, actually Elizabeth Smart actually kind of tricked them to come back. They were in California. I don't know if you knew this. Oh, yeah. They were, they were in parties. Southern California. No, they were going to parties here in Utah. Because he was always trying to get boozed up. And he was... Like, he's Looney Tune. He was trying to get boozed up all the time. <clears throat> and when his face got plastered because the youngest sister remembered, oh, yeah, I think it was this dude that was working on the roof. And then they put his picture out. They, they, they were like, we got split. And they went to... He was panhandling all the time. And, and they got some bus tickets to go to Southern California. Then they were thinking, okay, maybe we need to go to, like, Florida. And Elizabeth was thinking, I will never be found in Florida. Once we get down there, somehow she kind of came up with an idea like, I think we need to go back to you. Anyway, she kind of somehow kind of tricked them a little bit of coming back to Utah. And I think it was the same day their bus arrived in Utah. They were walking and that's when they got pulled over and talked to and she was found. So, I mean, it was crazy. And I remember when I found out I was in a meeting at, at where I was working at the time. I was in a meeting and my girlfriend texted me and said, they just found Elizabeth Smart, and I'm in the meeting and say, and I just kind of said, "So they found Elizabeth Smart today." <laughs> and the, so anyway, it was it was crazy. I mean, it was, it was crazy. It was a really good documentary. It was just released here this year, 2018, I think, and it was it was crazy. I got a little choked up a couple times watching it, especially with John Walsh. He, you know, John Walsh went through yeah. a lot too, and and uh, he got me choked up. And he had some. John Walsh had really good perspective about people who were doubting the family. It was, it was good. I'm not going to go in because I don't remember, but it, it was good. So it was pretty crazy. I mean, it was crazy. And I didn't know. This is the first time you're telling me the story about them on the bus with you yeah. guys. I didn't, I I didn't know see that. them all the time. That's, that's crazy. So when I think of the nostalgia factor of that, yeah. I think about that summer and just all the hood rat shit we do as kids. <laughs> Hanging down downtown. Yeah. Going so, on roofs <laughs> <and> buildings. <laughs> so now another topic. So this is Wanda Barzi getting released from prison. I mean... Brian Mitchell's got a life sentence. Wanda Barzi just got released, but then someone else from our childhood, Nostalgia, just got put away. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that guy. Bill Cosby yep. just sentenced three to ten years in prison. I mean, what, what, what do you think about... Because I, I loved the Cosby show. Did you watch it a lot? Yeah, we watched it every day. I loved it. Like, I, like, there were situations that you could relate to or you really just felt like, 
what a wonderful family, <laughs> you know? And then these allegations came out a few years ago. I don't remember what sparked it. Do you remember what sparked it? Um, somebody came... Ah, shit. I don't remember exactly. But I know somebody came forward and talked about him spiking their drink or whatever. And yeah. then a lot of other people started saying, yeah, that's that, you know. So right. a lot of people started coming forward after that. And I, and I know we can talk about... it's. I don't want to get into politics, but I know it's relatable to what the Kavanaugh... Um, hearing going on and him being appointed or being that's voted whole, in. That's a whole nother yeah, story. Yeah, that... I mean, it's relatable, right? But I don't want to get into politics, so let's stick to Bill Cosby only. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's funny how, you know, years later these things come up and then one one person snowballs it into a bunch. So I'm curious your ideas, Dale, on why they get brought up years later and... Do you think some of it's fake? Do you think it's all real? So, I think that sometimes with it being so long afterwards, it's because of they've been holding it in for so long. They, yeah, they were scared. They maybe because at that time he was a powerful person. He, he, was, a, he, was, he was very famous. Comedian. He was at his peak as a comedian. As a comedian. As a comedian, and in, I mean, he was. They do a couple movies. He didn't have the Cosby Show at this time. No, but he's think. done movies. He did movies. He did. He has a couple movies. So, uh, for back then, for being black too, I mean, that right. was a big time. So, you know, I think people were just scared to say anything because they probably wouldn't and especially believe them. Then, you know, women's rights weren't. Women were kind of second class back then. If you look at the timeline, it, it, yeah, I it's mean, true. Because this was in the seventies, right? Yeah, this was the seventies. And yeah, so you're right. Like the women's rights were not, they weren't, and yeah. even black rights were not. Right. And so the same either. So a lot of people just weren't coming forward. And then I think a lot of times some people just don't want to relive it or just want to pretend it didn't happen. Okay. So, I mean, the same thing's coming out with these uh, men 30 years later coming forward about these priests that were touching them. Yeah, true. Yeah, and that's a good point. It, I mean, these priests stayed friends with their family for this whole time until these guys finally came forward. Yeah. You know, they were probably afraid to see, be teased about it later. If they came forward and said what happened to them, people might tease them and, and call them names for it, you know? Tell me what you think. So, I mean, this happened in the 70s. He was a comedian. Comedians back, the, well, a lot of comedians, I mean, they swear a lot. They have crazy lifestyle with drugs, sex, all that stuff. But then do you think that was a period of his time. Then he matured, started doing, you know, the Cosby show, which was very family oriented. Did movies, Ghost Dad, very family oriented. Did commercials, family products, Puddin' Pops. <laughs> he did that show, the kids say the darndest things. He did, that. Don't, yeah, did you watch that? Yeah. He did that for a while. So he kind of went, do you, do you think he was just a wild person and then he just kind of, you know, kind of phased out of it? Um, or do you think he, he still did this during that time too? He probably still did it during that time. I, I mean, he was probably still wild and crazy. He just had to play that role for the part. Interesting. I mean, okay. look at Bob Saget. Have you okay. heard his stand-up? Yeah, he's, he's dirty. He's disgusting. Yeah, he's dirty. And look who he played, Mr. Tanner. All perfect, <laughs> Mr. Nice, Mr. Tanner. Mr. Clean organizing. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. So just because he played that role doesn't mean that's who he is. Okay. That was cause, you know, that was the show, uh, Dr. Huxtable. Yeah. You know, that's not Phil Cosby. But m most things that he got, that people came out was, wasn't during the Cosby time, the Cosby show time. It was more during like his 
early comedy, early movie time. Well, am I right? I, I'm I'm not 100%. I'm, I'm not. I'm not okay, you're not either. That's fine. So, I don't know, because part of me know. thinks... If he, if he did it, even if he did that in his early part of his career, he did it. Yeah, and so right. If, I mean, he should have to pay for what he did. I mean, whether he did it a week before he got sentenced or 30 years before he got sentenced. But do you have any empathy to the fact that he's he's in his 80s today? So, if he gets the max 10 years... He might live his end days in prison. Now, I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not negating anything he did because he was found guilty. And I do think he did, did those things. But do you have any sympathy that it's happening at his end of life, possibly? No. No? No, not at all. I, and I do. Like, I, I think he should go to prison. I mean, do I, I wish he would have done it earlier people would have came forward earlier yeah i mean I, I, ideal right now we but that's the thing too is you don't know if somebody did you don't know if somebody came forward and because of who he was uh-huh. they got silenced i mean very possible or paid off maybe paid too. off yeah silenced. so i mean that's yeah i mean I, I i hope they weren't exterminated is that what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> they got whacked <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just clarifying i mean obviously in an ideal world he would have been caught right away, did his time, and then hopefully came out and changed his life, right? I, I do have a little sympathy that it is in his later years. Do I think he still needs to do time? Yes. Because he did it. He still did it, right? And like you said, yeah. he still did it. I also have sympathy for the victims. You know, I think they need their justice. So this, this you know, this, I get, I, I always, I always <coughs> feel both sides. I mean, I, I, I feel bad for the victims do you think there were some people that faked it? I think there might have been people that exaggerated, but I oh, think that there's been enough people that have came forward with with actual facts that yeah. were enough to to convict him. Well, I know some of the people were famous. I'm, I wonder why yeah. they didn't come out. Maybe because they thought it might hurt their career too. I mean, it's hard to tell what anyone's thinking. Right. Plus I mean, that whole Harvey Weinstein thing. I mean, that he was trying to get people to sleep with him in order to push their career. Or if... Yeah. if they uh, refused his come-ons, then he would try to smash their career, like try to just bury them and not get them hired. Right, right. So, so, I, so I have sympathy towards Bill Cosby's victims that I believe they deserve justice. I do have some sympathy for Bill Cosby at this late in his life. I, 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 I would feel, you know, I guess I guess because I have that nostalgia, I, I do feel bad that this might be happening as very later end of life possibly life's not all pudding pops right? <laughs> yeah it's not <laughs> but you know i i, I mean yeah, it's terrible I, I mean it is terrible maybe people are going to hate me for having some sympathy towards him but i just have sympathy towards his later years i guess that's what it is but you know you you did the crime you do the time yeah that's what you get punk you know what we didn't talk about though another movie trailer that we just watched with Will Ferrell oh, yeah. and John C. Riley. Dude, these guys are awesome together. Yeah. Talladega Night Step Brothers was amazing. Yep. I thought that movie was awesome. Yeah. Did you ever watch the gag reel on Step Brothers? I might have, but I can't remember it. I think like, if you love Step Brothers, watch the gag reel or the bloopers on YouTube. Man, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> but they just came out with this another movie, uh, Holmes and Watson. Yep. 
Oh, did it say when it was released? I didn't catch it at the very I end. I didn't catch that either. But we just we saw the trailers right next to the Dark yep. Phoenix trailer. So it looks funny as shit. And it looks so funny. as long as you know that it's gonna be some slapstick and it's gonna oh, yeah. be corny, then it's gonna be a funny as hell movie. Do you think people need that sometimes? Like yeah. that really corny movie? Yeah. I think so. I know a lot of people don't like Will Ferrell movies because they're so corny. But that's what you gotta like. That was my problem. I th- I remember watching, like, uh, Night at the Roxbury the first time. Oh, I love that movie. And I I couldn't give two shits about it. I was like, this was just kind of lame for me. Uh-huh. But that's because I wasn't <laughs> understanding his comedy quite right. Okay. I wasn't watching Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and so when I kind of started watching more of his bits on Saturday Night Live, yeah. and kind of getting a feel of who he is... And then I rewatched the Night at the Roxbury, and I'm like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I mean, Night at the Roxbury, that's some good nostalgia, and SNL, that's some good. <laughs> yeah. We're just bringing this back around to some good old nostalgia for this episode. <laughs> I, I mean, th- I think this new movie, Watson and Holmes, I mean, it looks funny. They're they're making fun of the whole Sherlock Holmes, and I mean, even one of the even one of the kids in the movie goes, "No shit, Sherlock." So <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, trail. it's all you're right. It's all slapstick. It it is hilarious. I'm I'm excited to watch it. And, yeah, and there's a part where you know they they play stupid all the time. Where he had a he doesn't have a mustache and he puts on a fake one and Watson pulls out a gun. What did you do with Sherlock? <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of mustaches, though, I'm growing mine out. Can what you do you tell? mean? I'm growing out my mustache and my beard here. What what does that mean though? I'm doing beard oil. Have you heard of beard oil? Like that you put on your beard? Uh-huh. Yeah, I put beard oil on. You do? I mean, I got. I just have a scruff, but I always have a. Those, those I always have a scruff. Made me think about it because this is something new I'm starting. This from going to Evermore and you see people with twirly mustaches. I'm not doing the twirly mustaches. <laughs> I'm thinking of Fu Manchu. Fu Man, like the long goatee on each yep. side. Yeah. I don't know if you could do it though. Uh, well, how are we gonna know without me trying, right? Well, since we have a lot of the same DNA, I'm pretty sure I don't think you can grow it. Well, but let's find let's out. See. Let's so see. So I just started getting beard oil. Okay. I'm kind of that's kind of my new thing now. But I don't. I need to find out more about beard oil. I don't know shit. Well, about I've beard got. Oil. I have a friend that owns a beard oil company. I got some stuff in the my bathroom. I'll really? let you. I'll let you try. Yeah. I'm excited. I got some green tea one that I got. Off. Listen, I know a guy. Perfect. I know a guy. Everybody knows a guy. That's what I really like to hear. Anyway, I think that, that that's a, that's a good episode. Uh, so, hey, please subscribe, because like I said, we might be changing our name. So please subscribe so that you stay in the loop when we do change it. Look forward to it. And if you got some ideas, we'll put our info in. You can send us some uh, ideas. So, yeah, sounds good, everybody. Have a good one. We'll catch you on the next episode. All right.